Welcome to Healing with Healing, the podcast that dives deep into the world of dating, relationships and self-worth. I'm your host, Rachel Teeling, and I am here to guide you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment and meaningful connections. Join me as I open up about my own personal experiences, share insightful dating and relationship advice and explore the path to discovering your true value. Whether you're navigating the complexities of modern dating, seeking to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself or your significant other, this podcast is your safe space for growth and healing. Get ready to embrace the love and confidence you deserve. Let's begin this transformative journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing with Teeling. I am your host, Rachel Teeling. I am a dating expert, certified self-worth coach, and I help ambitious women who are confused and overwhelmed by dating to find the right guy for them by rediscovering their own identity, regaining their confidence and loving themselves unconditionally. And this week, I want to talk to you about spring cleaning your dating life. Spring cleaning your love life because I've just started reading a book. Well, I've started listening to it actually. Um, a book called Worthy by Jamie Kern Lima. I think that's how you say her name. She's an American lady. She started her own cosmetics company. She was a waitress at Denny's, which is like an American um, diner place, which is amazing. Uh, but she was a waitress at Denny's. She started her own cosmetics company and she sold it I think to L'Oreal for 1.2 billion pounds um so I'm obviously very interested in her her story and all of that because I'm like wow how did you become a billionaire when you were a waitress at Denny's um but also the book is all about self-worth and obviously I am down for that because that is what I do with my clients I build their self-worth um, through lots of different ways. I'm going totally off track here by <laughs> talking to you about all of this. Anyway, but I have started listening to this book and it is, well, I'm only chapter two. I'm only on chapter two and it has inspired me to, I mean, there's going to be lots more that it inspires me about and I'm sure I'm going to talk about this way more. But in chapter two, she talks about changing your relationship with rejection. Now, I think I have a pretty good view of rejection as I have had the worst kind of rejection happen to me. I have had my wedding cancelled. I've had my partner of nine, ten years cheat on me, leave me, leave me heartbroken. I have overcome all of those things. I have got over it. I have moved on. I have seen that as a thank the Lord. I am not married to him and I don't live with him anymore. And I have seen the light kind of you know what I mean um so I can see rejection as a really good thing I can see rejection as okay that wasn't meant for me what is meant for me will not pass me by but we don't all handle rejection amazingly well all of the time especially when we're dating and 
as we are getting into spring, the mornings are getting lighter, the evenings are getting lighter, the clocks are changing soon and it will completely fuck me up and confuse me again. But it's that time of year when we are ready to spring clean. We are ready to pack away our winter woolies. We are, as I'm sat here in my winter woolies because it's cold um, and the car was frozen this morning. But we are ready to pack away our winter woolies. We are ready to embrace newness. The flowers are starting to bloom and blossom. I don't know if you've seen the snowdrops and the tulips coming through. Um, If you are like me and you get out walking every day, you'll have seen that, like, you know, things are starting to come through. Those little buds are starting to sprout. We're not going to freeze to death. And the dog actually wants to venture outside. It's just that time of year when we start to feel fresh again. So, It is definitely the right time to start spring cleaning your love life. And don't get me wrong, you know, if you're listening to this in autumn or summer or Christmas, it's still a really good time for you to do a spring clean. There's always a good time to do a spring clean of your love life. And I do this myself in my own relationship you know, we are always working on us being on the same page. You know, we don't live together. We have rules about our relationship that sound quite stringent. Um, I will do a podcast about our relationship rules one day because it, I think it's quite interesting. Interesting is the right word. They are our rules. We have made them up and we have, you know, we have made our relationship in a way that works for us. So we both ensure that we are on the same page about things you know we don't live together we have three children and a dog between us um we need to make sure that we're on the same page we you know i know i talk about us not living together quite a lot but it's <laughs> i mention this all the time but it is on the goals list this year to get a place together but currently we have three children who have are at three different schools and those schools are within like a 20 mile radius of each other can you imagine the school runs if we actually lived together uh, and if we actually did you know actually tried to put that life together at the moment so there's some things in our way at the moment that are stopping us living together anyway we have rules and this means it keeps things fresh in our relationship we are continuously cleaning things up between us you know we are continuously making time to ensure we both have a clear vision of us of our future we're on the same page and we're making time for that and it's not easy. Last weekend, we had our child-free weekend. And that happens once a month when we both are child-free. And that's quite hard to like have a relationship with somebody who is not your child's father. And I'm not the mother of his children. To have a relationship with his children, to be with his children, for him to have a relationship with Lila, which is still on tenderhook. She is a little girl who loves her mom and has always had a mom to herself. So it's still a really tricky relationship to navigate for us in this co-parenting, blended familiness. It's mental and we don't live together again, so we don't have that blended family dynamic all of the time. It's one weekend a month when we have all three children and then one weekend a month when we have no children so last weekend we made time to go for a long dog walk we made time to go to the markets and you know shop for fresh food and 
cook together and make time to be together because our lives are busy they're full of distractions work kids hobbies social media and social media has become a really big part of my job as well as it being a pastime so lots of things get in the way of us having an easy nice simple relationship but believe it or not we actually do have a nice easy simple relationship because we make time to to make time to make we make time to talk to each other we make time to get out there just talk and make sure that each of us are in the same place we're heading for the same thing and if one of us is feeling down or one of our needs aren't being met we make time to make sure that that happens anyway it's always a good time to have a refresh it's always a a good time to take a look at things through fresh eyes, to clear things out and, you know, time to clear things out, to clear out your dating life, to clear out your emotions and make space for fresh new things to come into your life and to come along. So how can you clear out your dating life now that I've rambled on about my love life and you know I will go into more detail about our love life and well not that much detail but I will go into more detail about our life and our relationship rules at some point because it will give you a good idea of how we keep things working but how can you do this in your dating life because if you're a single lady listening to this then you are listening to this because you want to meet somebody you want to know how you can meet somebody you want all the tips on how you can meet somebody and firstly I would highly recommend you go and get that book Worthy by Jamie Kern Lima I think that's how you say it I'll put a link in the show notes it will be an affiliated link I'll make about two pence if you buy it from my link but I will pop a link in the show notes because that will start you on a path to you truly feeling worthy of everything in your life and you feeling worthy of being loved and a lot of the time when we are single we don't feel worthy of being loved because we've had rejection happen to us we've been rejected by our ex-partners we've been rejected by other relationships in our lives so we don't feel worthy of being loved because that particular person didn't love us and rejected us and did something to hurt us so go and read this book because in chapter two it gives you a reframing of rejection and you know how do you feel every time you get rejected by some guy on a dating app or after a date it's heart-wrenching it's devastating sometimes and we want to be part of something we want to fit in because in a very caveman sense we want to belong we want to belong to a group we want to belong to a community we want to belong to a couple because in caveman terms that means survival being part of something means we've got people who are around us to fight off those saber-toothed tigers that were once around and that's how our minds work we want to be with people who will help us who will help protect us who will keep us sheltered protected loved you know if you go to the maslow's hierarchy of needs and look through the levels 
I'll let you do that on your own time. But yeah, go and look at Maslow. Go and look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you know, we want to be part of something. We want to be a part of a couple, a community. We want to be loved. But when we are dating, rejection is literally protection from the wrong guy for you. Trust your gut. If he didn't like you, that is his loss. And the right guy for you will like you. I promise. So, I, I mean, I, I have a great... I Rejection is definitely a good thing in my mindset. And that's how I work. But I know that people struggle. My clients struggle. And it's so heartbreaking when you really like somebody and they don't like you. Or they don't have the right intentions for you. Or they're not interested in you in the way you want them to be interested in you so rejection is protection let's just reframe what rejection is for you now if you have been dating for a while and there is no shame in this I was dating for a good 18 months before I met Ed my god it was an education but how about you take a break from dating I know. Shock. Horror. I'm a dating coach and I am telling you to stop dating. Think about the reason that you are on those dating apps. Every time somebody swipes on you and matches with you and likes a picture of you, you get a hit of dopamine which makes you feel good. It validates that you're attractive to someone it makes you feel amazing. You're like, yeah, I got it still. I'm like, I mean, I'm 42, so I was 38, 36, 38 when I was dating. I was like, yeah, I'm in my late 30s. I've still got it. I'm a single mom. I've still got it. People liked my pictures. It made me feel good. But it's equally soul-destroying when you are rejected by that someone who you find attractive. It's equally soul-destroying when they don't like you back, when they don't message you back, when they ghost you, when they ignore you, when they, they, they go and block you, how dare they? But none of that is actually real. If you think about it on a dating app, it's not real. It's just a picture of someone with a bio which may or may not be true. You don't know because they are just pictures on a dating app. How do you know if they're real? So again, stop dating. Stop putting your worth out there for somebody else to validate. And here's my next hint, tip or whatever you want to call it. How about deleting those apps? Just delete the apps. Go out into the world and seek that dopamine hit from something real. Go on and run. Go out and have a coffee by yourself and make it make you feel happy. Go out and watch the world go by. Take a bit of time for yourself. Get a massage, get your hair blow dried. Go and do something for yourself that will make you feel good for you without having to rely on somebody else making you feel good, without having to rely on that dopamine hit from an outside source of somebody liking, swiping, whatever they do. 
on social media and apps and all the things that you're putting yourself out there you know you are putting yourself out there on social media you are putting yourself out there on those dating apps just stop delete them make them go away stop them and then stop dating stop dating stop meeting people stop going out and trying to find people to meet just stop putting pressure on every single guy that you meet being the potential Mr. Right guy for you. Stop looking at their hands to see whether they are married or not. You don't need to look at their hands to see whether they're married or not. And I know you do it because I have clients that do it. You know, you're constantly looking, is that guy single? Is he the guy for me? Stop dating. Stop looking. Stop searching for the next Mr. Right Guy for you. And while you're having this dating app and dating break, you can take some time to do an emotional clear out. You can start clearing out all of the backlogged emotional baggage that you have been carrying with you for God knows how long And you're carrying that from relationship to relationship to relationship. So take a break. Stop meeting people. Stop putting pressure on every guy that you meet to be the next Mr. Right. Stop looking at their left hand to see if they're married. They don't even wear wedding rings, do they, these days? I don't know. Um, Stop. Stop all of those things. And start an emotional clear out. Start an emotional clear out clear out I've said that too many times now anyway the first thing you can do to start this emotional clear out is to track your cycle if you track your cycle you will know when you are having a good week and you will be able to predict when you're going to have an emotional down tired overly emotional week even if you do not have your period you will have some sort of cycle follow the moon, track your moods. You can use an app. I use an app called Stardust. Um, It tells you about the moon cycles as well as your own cycle. It tells me when I'm due on my period. It tells me when I'm ovulating. And these things tell me when I'm going to be at my highest energy to be able to tackle everything and, you know, do everything in my life and show up as my best energetic self. Or, It tells me that next week I'm doing my period and it's probably time to put my laptop down, get my book out, sit on the sofa, eat chocolate and cry. And that's okay. You will be able to see when you are going to be good, when you're going to be bad. It's such an amazing insight to know when you'll be at your best energy and when to take some chill time and when to eat the Kit Kats and when to go to the gym. Like it's such a good way of knowing yourself of getting to know you inside your emotional being hormonal self you are a woman who is hormonal whether that is having a cycle or not you will have some kind of cycle and hormones rushing through you so go and track your cycle use that app it's called stardust it's amazing and If you are still on dating apps after everything I've just said, and if you are still dating after everything I've just said, then tracking your cycle 
will help you know when you should not be arranging dates because you will know that you will not like anyone or anything for at least a week every month and that's okay because next week you'll be back to being your fabulous self again but that one week when you are due on your period when you are exhausted for absolutely no reason when you just want to lie in a corner and cry that is the week when you do not want to be arranging dates you do not want to meet anyone let alone try and show up as your best self and be hey I'm Rachel blah 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 because you just will not like anyone you will hate every guy you meet they will irritate you and this is not the time to be dating it is not the time to go and find potential Mr. Right wait until next week you'll be fabulous again next week And another thing you can do with all that time and energy that you will save by deleting the apps and refraining from dating and looking around for guys with no rings on their left hands is you can work on some forgiveness of your past relationships. And I know, I know that guys you have dated are dicks. I know they have cheated. I know they have lied. I completely feel your pain. I have been there. I was flawed. I was heartbroken. I was betrayed. I was devastated. That is the best word for it. But you are better than that. And holding on to the resentment of your past will only hold you back. Do you think he sat around crying about how much he hurt you? I don't think so. So, Can you let that go? Can you do some cord cutting and forgiveness rituals? I suggest you go onto YouTube and look for a cord cutting meditation, which will guide you through cutting emotional ties that you have had with your ex-partner, ex-relationships, or even relationships that you have had that, you know, if you've had family relationships that have broken down and have left you heartbroken and sad you can go and cut the emotional cords to those relationships I do have cord cutting exercises in my coaching program and in my course if you're interested in doing the deeper work obviously you can dm me and find out more about that but get onto youtube there's loads of them on there and it's just a cord cutting exercise cord cutting meditation give yourself a little bit of time to sit and listen to that and imagine yourself cutting the ties with those ex-partners and I promise you will feel so much freer after you have done that exercise I can't express it is just I can't think of the word elating along those lines you know you will just feel free from the heavy burden of carrying around those emotional bags that you have got and now finally this is the one you're not gonna like but it's time to go into your phone book and it's time to delete and block those guys there are two types of guys in my opinion that you need to delete block and move on from and I know you're holding on to them for a reason tell me I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong but the two types of guys are number one the orbiters these are the guys that 
hang around. They message you occasionally. They cheer you up. These are the guys that you said you would stay friends with because you didn't find them sexually attractive. You had no physical connection with them. But they make you feel good. They like you, don't they? They want to be around you. And you hold on to them because Again, they are helping you with that dopamine hit. They are those guys that are like, hey, how are you doing? Would you like to go on another date with me? Hey, would you like to go for a drink with me? And you know they like you. So you're hanging on to them because why not? They like me. I'm not doing anything wrong. But is it fair to hold on to them? Because they do like you and you're never going to do anything about it. Is it fair for them to be giving you the attention? When you know nothing's ever going to happen with them because you're like, "Mm, thank you. Let them go to someone who likes them. Let them go. Free up some space. Somebody else will come along who you do have a connection with. They will come into your life and start giving you those dopamine hits because you like them too. You will get the butterflies. You will get the sexual attraction. You will get the connection with somebody. But you've got to let those other guys go. You've got to let those guys that help you out with, I don't know, how work around the house and You know, they're just those guys that will just help you out because they like you. Is it fair to hold on to them? It is not. Let them go. Make space for somebody else to come into your life. And then number two, the guys that you should let go of. These are the ghosts and the zombies of dating past. These are the guys who you really liked. These are the attractive ones. These are the fun ones. These are the ones that have potential. But... Aren't you fed up to the back teeth of seeing potential and getting nothing back? I bet they message you every so often. I bet they ask you out for a drink every so often, but nothing ever comes of it. And I kid you not, I had one guy message me six months after a date and I ignored him. And another six months after that message, he messaged me again and I ignored him. He was a proper zombie. He would come back to life after being a ghost for God knows, well, six months. He would suddenly be alive again. And if I was a different person, I would give in and be like, well, do you know what? He may have made a mistake. He might just like me. Who knows? But no, he does not like you. He is just in it because you make him feel good. He likes you liking him. He doesn't like you. I hate to say it. I'm sorry. He wants to just meet up with you every so often because he just wants you to make him feel good. He doesn't really like you in all your glorious gorgeousness. He just wants someone to make him feel good every so often. So he is not the guy for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break your heart, but he's not. And there are other people that should be 
going into this emotional clear out too. You know, you have friends who expect you to work around them because you're the single one. Those friends who will never quite fit in with you when you need them. And there's friends who will just want to come out with you all of the time because you're single, you're fun. They'll have fun with you without their husbands dragging them down. Do you want to be surrounded by people who don't want to be in their living relationships? But for now, a dating detox will do. Take a month off the apps. Stop dating for a month. Start clearing out your emotions. Start deleting and blocking people in your phone book. And if you can tell me how to actually delete people off of like an Apple phone book because they just keep reappearing every time you have an update on your phone. Please tell me. I think you have to go on actual online to do it, don't you? But, you know, I would be very grateful. I have lots of people blocked in my phone book, but they still are there. I actually have changed my phone number. Um, Not because of that, because I changed jobs and I got my own phone number. But, yeah. Delete, block, emotional, clear out is required for spring. Imagine how you will feel if you could head into April and feel fresh, clean, ready to take on the next step of dating, ready to meet somebody because you've lost all the connections with all the old people. There is room in your life for somebody to come in. Taking these steps will set you on the path to finding Mr. Right. I promise you that taking these steps will set you on that path. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode this week. I would love to know how you get on with your dating detox. Please slide into my DMs on Instagram. I am at Rachel Teeling Coaching and I would love to know how you get on, what your biggest takeaway is from this episode today. And I would also love to support you with cord cutting or with any other dating problems that you have. So if you want to pop into my DMs, ask me any questions, I am on Instagram most of the time, let's be honest. And if you have found this episode valuable this week, please share it with a friend who you know will find it helpful so I can support those ladies who need to know that this is not a journey that they are doing alone. And until next week, ladies, thank you so much. Much love. Bye. Hey, ladies, can we talk about dating for just a second, please? And more specifically, those bad dates that just seem to happen in a cycle over and over. And the reason I bring this up is because I have surveyed numerous single ladies in the past few months and the same struggles are happening for you all. You ladies are struggling to work out if online dating is worth the time and effort. You're investing time, energy and money into dates that end up being with Mr. Charisma. You know the type. Or when you do meet a guy you like, there are mixed signals and it is just confusing. So, I am running an hour-long masterclass. It is going to be the ultimate dating masterclass called Break the Cycle of Bad Dates, where you will learn how to identify if this guy is worth your time before you meet him, how to prepare for a date without investing too much time, money or headspace, the signs to look for if he likes you, how to get him to ask you out again, 
and how to walk away from a successful date without the confusion of will he, won't he. There will be three masterclasses over the next few weeks so you can pick the best masterclass that suits your schedule. Join me on either Monday the 3rd of June at 8pm, Friday the 7th of June at 1pm or Wednesday the 12th of June at 7pm. This will be the ultimate dating masterclass and it will shift your mindset and your actions in dating. If you are willing to invest just one hour of your time, it will save you hours of over-investing in men. It will save you all the energy you have put into getting nothing in return and it will save you the money you would have spent on a high investment date. This will be a better use of your time than meeting that guy. Head to the link in the show notes to book your space and I can't wait to see you there in the masterclass. Much love!